Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up three cents at 4.27 and three quarters. January soybeans up six and a quarter at 11.90 and a half. March Chicago wheat up four cents at 6.03 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat up two and a quarter at 5.68 and a quarter. March spring wheat up two and three quarters at 5.62 and a quarter. U.S. soybean crush remains incredibly strong. NOPA reported yesterday that U.S. processors crushed 181 million bushels of soybeans in November, eclipsing the previous record for uh, the month by 8.3%. The previous November record was 2018, I believe. Uh, the all-time high for any month was posted just the month prior in October, about 185 million bushels. So despite the sharp rise, in soybean prices, processors here in the U.S. continue to crush beans at a breakneck pace. Uh, crush margins have have largely, up until a few days ago, have largely kept up, and uh, the prices of meal and oil have, have enabled processors to buy beans, crush them, and remain profitable despite the big surge in soybean prices. Now, when you move forward out to March, out to July, the crush margins are not quite as good. Um, is that something that discourages activity moving forward? Uh, certainly possible, but uh, at the end of the day here, this has been one of the best years ever for soybean crush, and uh, USDA is projecting record crush uh, for the marketing year. Russia will go ahead and introduce this wheat export tax effective February 15th. I guess this is a done deal now. The country's prime minister signed a list of orders aimed at stabilizing food prices yesterday. Exports of wheat, rye, and barley will be limited to 17.5 million metric tons from February 15th through June 30th. Wheat exports will be taxed at a rate of about $30 per metric ton. Uh, the tax will rise by 50% on any volume above that quota. So the wheat market rallied on this initially and has since backed off. I mean, you've probably still got a story here, especially if the row crops hold together, although even if we were to drive some additional wheat business to the U.S., which is which is probable, I suppose, given the uh, uh, export tax, um, uh, I, I'm not sure that that we're underpriced here. We could still very well be overpriced. We've got a very comfortable wheat situation, uh, both here in the U.S. and globally. Some areas of the U.S. Southern Plains have seen drought relief this week. We've seen some rain and some snow uh, hit in some areas of Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma. Colorado, uh, Nebraska over the last several days. The largest amounts were confined to central and western Oklahoma. Uh, precipitation in those areas um, will be pretty limited, however, between now and the end of the month. So they saw some rain, they saw some snow, and now it's going to kind of shut off again. Uh, same thing for the northern plains. Should be dry for another couple weeks. Uh, better rainfall will return to Brazil around this time next week. They've got a, a stretch of six, seven days here where uh, some of these key soybean growing areas are going to be dry. And then you'll see some rainfall return. You're actually going to see rainfall that's fairly close to normal in some of these areas. We've been running below normal um, for basically the entire growing season. But there's a seven-day period beginning um, middle of next week that should be near normal in terms of rainfall for a lot of Brazil, which is um, 
a good thing, I suppose, that you should see a total of three or four inches of rain across most of Brazil between now and the end of the month, which again is below normal, but uh, still not a disaster by any means. U.S. lawmakers are making progress on a spending bill that would help avoid a government shutdown. Leaders from both parties met yesterday. Um, they've got to put something together by Friday in order to avert a government shutdown. I think it's midnight Friday is the deadline. Uh, there's also, this is like an annual event where they, they have to, you know, go to the last minute to avoid a government shutdown. But in this particular instance, uh, there's going to be some additional coronavirus uh, stimulus, which is is much needed, should have been done months and months ago, um, relief for small businesses. I'm not sure exactly what the details are, but there's going to be more of that included. Uh, we've got our weekly ethanol production uh, report out this morning from EIA at 930. Uh, you should probably see a lower number this week. We saw a very strong number last week. Uh, we'll see what, what happens here at 930. Corn market has held together well, although volumes have backed off quite a bit. Um, it, it's been more of a range-bound um, affair. We, we're kind of in the middle of what's been the recent range, I guess, like 415 up to about 439. Um, some of the South American crop estimates have declined. You got a lot of estimates down at that, like 102 or 103 for Brazil. Um I know well-followed crop scout um, Michael Cordonier. He lowered his number this week. He's at 102. He was at 104 previously. USDA is at 110. The thing about Brazil is that the second corn crop is the much bigger corn crop, and they don't even start planting that until February. So it's awfully early to uh, uh, be making any large downward revisions, I suppose. Soybean market is acting incredibly, incredibly well. You got to remember through, through all this, this whole rally, I mean, the, the corrections have been few and far between, and there's been no real flush out. I mean, the corrections have been like 50 or 60 cents, which is is barely enough to make even the small speculator nervous. It's been one of the more impressive rallies we've seen in, in any of these markets in a long time. Uh, wheat market, again, has backed off from its highs. Still have a story with this Russia deal. What sort of additional export demand comes here? That remains to be seen. Cattle futures were mixed yesterday. Uh, we still got some pressure on the box beef market, um, but but uh, uh, some kind of a mixed bag in regard to yesterday's closes. Ahead of the uh, cash open, we have the Dow Jones up 82. The S&P is up 11. Um, we've got the bonds down just a little bit. U.S. dollars down a little bit. Crude oil is flat, 47.62 in the January WTI. Remember, if you'd like some more information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Uh, you can click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, and uh, if you scroll down a little bit, you can sign up for my subscription service, $49 a month. I'll let you know exactly how I'm marketing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. It's broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage. It's tracked every day. Uh, these are not just sell signals. I'm actually telling you what percentage I'm pricing, and I track it uh, every single day of the week. You can cancel this deal at any time. Um, it includes a text message service also, so I'll let you know um, um, when I'm doing this stuff, and, and it'll go right to your phone. If you have any questions, let me know. My email is info at standardgrain.com, but if you're looking for some improvement uh, next year, certainly check this out. Everyone have a uh, wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.